the West Coast, and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. It is county fair here today in Comal County, our convivial event that basically shuts down the city. But here at the Power Performance, the show that asked the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? The show must go on. And this week, the name of the episode, Banks Are Not Bad. I know that it seems like today everything, everything, whether it's sports or entertainment or anything like that, there seems to be a, a politicization of everything. And, and naturally, uh, credit unions have a tax-exempt status, which comes from the legislative branch of government. So, of course, there is a advocacy element to everything that credit unions do, and I get that. But more and more, the nastiness coming from the credit union marketplace has, you know, this is what happens. Sometimes when you go too far, you end up taking people that are, you know, on the median, on the, you know, not necessarily decided about a particular issue and convert them to the opposite point of view. And, and that's what's happening with me right now. I haven't been on the show in a couple of weeks because I've been traveling, and last week traveled to America's, according to Money Magazine, America's number one city to live in, Clarksville, Tennessee, um, to speak at a small business seminar. I didn't ask because it's not polite. Um, it was a community bank in Middle Tennessee that uh, at no cost to any of the small business owners, and it was a... It was every spectrum. I mean, every potential small business you can think of was represented there. Very, very different than my normal audiences of banking professionals. It was dental clinics and insurance agents and attorneys. I mean, just the you name. Uh, uh, Austin P. College uh, was there. Austin P. University was there. Basically, to hear me talk about my favorite topic, history and generational marketing and management. And as usual, I put on my stellar performance that I always do. Now, again, I didn't ask because it's not polite. How much did all of this cost? Because, folks, it wasn't cheap. And it certainly wasn't free uh, for the bank that put this on. And when you hear the ad that I'm going to play for you that ran, oh gosh, this was, I think it was last year, uh, leading up to the midterms, the Iowa Credit Union League put out. Folks, this is, it's getting outrageous. The, the, the tweet that Aubrey Ward put out from that, well, I've never heard of these people cultivate, you know, you've got about a, a million of these churn and burn little credit union, I don't even know what you call them, they're not CUSOs, they're like little... Uh, I don't know. What do you call these things? Think tanks? I don't know. I guess she works with Filene, and there's apparently some kind of legislation going on about banks being on military installations, and whether it's rent-free or a reduced rent. As you all know, I, I will be the first to admit I don't get all the legislative stuff, all the regulatory stuff. Um, other people are into that. I had a question about this yesterday. I got a hold of the good folks over at NAPQ. Carrie Hunt was very kind, had the actual letter that they sent up to Congress sent to me that I was able to kind of find out what was going on. I'm still not sure I understand it. However, I'm not talking about a specific piece of legislation here. I'm talking about this notion that there are people who work at banks 
that are bad. There's not. You, all you got to do is pick up the Credit Union Times, and, and you'll see all kinds of stories of people that work for credit unions that have embezzled money or done things they shouldn't. And, of course, you'll see that in any business. But you can't keep saying that banks are bad because banks are not just empty buildings. They're not just drive-up lanes and you know, teller counters and offices. People work at banks. People bank at banks. And the overwhelming majority of American people are not bad. And if it, it, like I said, it's taken me from being somebody who is kind of an impartial observer in all of this to now siding with the banks. I'm also going to present some information here. You know what? Maybe the only thing that can get credit unions to you know, hold their, their trade associations, their trade organizations to account is to compete on an equal playing field, which means being taxed. If credit unions want to play politics in the red states, you're going to lose. It might play well in Madison, Wisconsin. It might play well in Portland, Oregon, and certain parts of Alexandria, Virginia. But the overwhelming majority of Americans, they get up and they go to work every day. They raise their families. They're really not thinking about the details of this kind of, you know, with this legislation versus that legislation. But when we get back from the break, I'm going to read you Aubrey's tweet and play this ad from the Iowa Credit Union League. And Talk about it because, folks, you know, it is a competitive marketplace out there that continues to evolve and continues to change. For the first time in years, I heard it was the lowest rated Emmy Awards that there's ever been. And for whatever reason, I ended up watching some of it. And it just struck me. It's been so long since I've watched it. It just it struck me. Do you think CBS, ABC, and NBC a generation ago ever thought? that they were going to be marginalized almost to the point of being irrelevant by Amazon and Netflix. And HBO's been around a while. Did they ever think that one day, I mean, when, when the last time I watched the Emmy Awards was probably back in the 80s or 90s, did you think any of those people ever thought there's plenty of change in historical transformation coming to the banking marketplace and why these Folks in the credit, this, this vocal minority, these carping members of the CUNA conference clan that run around patting themselves on the back. And you can go back, and if you think I'm lying, go back and watch the last three or four uh, GAC keynotes from Mr. Nussel. And it's just bank bashing, bank bashing, bank bashing. Well, banks are not bad. But if you want to play that political game, banks, you can win that political game. And we're going to talk about it, and we're going to do it all right after this. That's right. It's conference quality information without the expense report, without the TSA shakedown, and without the rubber chicken dinner. It's the power of performance. You don't even need 
need the TV or the radio, although you can actually listen to this show on your television at a smart TV. You can say, I can't say the name because it'll come on in my office here, A-L-E-X-A, or you can say, in this case, I won't say Alexa, um, play the Power of Performance podcast, and it will actually play on your smart TV. Yeah, I just... Can you imagine the executives at NBC, CBS, and ABC, even 10 years ago, had you walked in their office and said, hey, we got to worry about these guys over at Amazon Prime and Netflix, you know, running away with every meaningful award at the Emmys, they would have thought you were crazy because that's what history is. And that's where I want to start with this. This is the power of performance, the show that asked the question, if your brand were a band, would you? Leave the audience wanting more. One way to do that sometimes is to call out your competition, and I get that. However, this carping from the credit union marketplace about how bad banks are, folks, I know a lot of bankers. Banks are not just empty buildings. You know, you can put a pay less shoe store on the corner, and it's not really a shoe store if there aren't people in there selling shoes. And, of course, we all know how that turned out for Payless Shoes. I want you to listen to this ad from the Iowa Credit Union League, and I'm going to break it down because I, I, there's no other word for it. It is despicable. Um, I don't know how the Iowa – somebody who's going to wake up the Iowa Bankers Association or the ABA. Uh, this is actionable. I mean when you listen to this ad, let me let you hear the ad, and you can decide for yourself, and I'll talk about it right afterwards. Here it is. Enough already. Iowa banks announced $1 billion in record profits, received a significant tax reduction, and controlled 90% of Iowa's market. How much more could they want? Banks now want to kill competition, raise taxes on Iowa's 1.3 million credit union members, and limit financial choices in rural Iowa. Banks are misleading the public. Credit unions pay taxes. Iowans have had enough. Contact your legislators and urge them to protect financial choice. All right. Well, um, by the same token, credit unions are people, too. And I'm sure it came as a surprise to the Iowa Bankers Association that banks now want to kill competition. Well, if the competition is credit unions and credit unions are comprised of member owners, then apparently banks want to kill other Americans. That is a despicable and dishonest and misleading ad. And again, in Iowa… They own 90% of the marketplace. Um, can anybody show me where there is a law in Iowa or anywhere else in the free market economy that is the United States economy that compels someone against their will to become a customer of a bank? If banks own 90% of the market in Iowa, it's because, A, the customers of those banks made that decision on their own. And this is what irritates me about the credit unions. There's this notion that somehow banks have this magical ability to make people join the bank or become customers of the bank. They don't. People make those decisions for themselves. And if the Iowa Credit Union League is running ads like this, no wonder they only have 10% of the market share. Any sentient human being knows that's not true. 
Everything in that ad is basically a lie. I'm sure it comes as a surprise to the Iowa Bankers Association that banks now have the ability to raise taxes on people. I never knew that. That's quite a promotion there up to the legislative branch for the bank. And if, if that's the case, wow, then what have CUNA and NAPCU and all these other advocates for credit unions been doing all these years? And there's an answer to that too. And the answer is nothing. They've been wasting their member owners' money with 5 million conferences, patting themselves on the back by saying, wow, look at this clever ad we did in Iowa, and it didn't accomplish anything, and it's not going to change anything. Now let me go to a tweet by somebody named Aubrey Ward. I've never heard of her, at OBS28. Apparently she's one of these Filene wackadoodles that doesn't do anything except reprint other people's uh, research. And this is her, her tweet. It says, um, it's go time. Please take a, t- please take a free moment. <laughs> Not very well worded. Now, I'm reading this verbatim. Let me start again. It's go time, exclamation point. Please take a free moment to contact your representatives, exclamation point. Let's keep the banks off of military bases rent-free. Let's help protect our servicemen and women from banks' horrible fees and practices. Hashtag take action. Well, I know a bank in Middle Tennessee that last Thanksgiving, Aubrey, gave out over 1,000 free turkeys to the soldiers and the families of the 101st Airborne Division. Would that be one of those horrible practices? Banks, I need you to listen to me and I need you to listen close. At the leadership level of credit unions, look at where they're located, Northern Virginia and Madison, Wisconsin. These are insanely anti-democratic, anti-free market, anti-capitalism, activists. These are left-wing crackpots. Listen, Aubrey, nobody at I-3, I don't know that I-3, Filene, CUNA, or NAPU has a single veteran working for them. What do you really know about military service members and what they want? I'm a veteran, and I know they want choices. And if banks are on the posts rent-free, I didn't even know about it. But thank you for bringing my attention to it. And I'm totally in support of that. I want our servicemen and women to have as many options as they can. And if the banks are rent-free on military bases and that allows them to offer certain things at a lower rate to our servicemen and women who are underpaid anyway, that's good by me. No, I will not be calling my representative about any of this. And and your sad collection of beta males and man buns over at Filene, they've never cared about the military before now. I've never seen a, a post in support of the military. Banks, you can beat these guys at their own game. You can beat these guys by reminding your customers, especially in the red states, just how left they've gone. Think about it. Credit union? Union is not such a great word here in uh, the deep red part of Texas. There's any number of ways to turn this around on them, but it really got under my skin because in the past couple weeks, I've seen banks doing great things for their business community without asking for anything in return. Yes, the bank gave out its own pens and its own notepads with its logo on it. They also provided a free lunch and a a chance to get together and some fellowship and some camaraderie without without any, out any strings attached. Because banks are not bad. Banks are made up by people 
And let's take a look at all of these advocates you have. Let's see. Um, Credit Union National Association, the biggest trade association in the credit union marketplace, in the red by $1.5 million. The California Credit Union League, almost a million dollars in the red. The Texas Arkansas Credit Union League, the Cornerstone League, almost a million dollars in the red. Maybe what you need is taxation to get your financial house in order. Maybe what you need is to have that tax-exempt status removed to get you back focused on what you're supposed to be focused on, which is the stewardship of the member owner's money. When credit union started, it was fine. You had ABC Shirt Factory. Hey, let's put all of our money together, and we'll, we'll start a little credit union. Fine. But now you've got credit unions buying banks? You come down here to San Antonio, Texas, and go look at the corporate headquarters of Security Service Federal Credit Union and Randolph Brooks Federal Credit Union, and then say to yourself, that's a not-for-profit organization? I dare you. Banks are not bad, and credit unions are not bad, but the leadership in the credit union marketplace is doing some despicable things, and it's time for them to pay a price. They're compelling people like me who never took a lot of interest in the taxation issue to be on the side of the banks about this. I've asked people from CUNA to come on the show and explain all of this thing, why they're losing so much money. What have they really accomplished? And nothing. They're content to talk to one another in their own little vacuums. So banks, you're not bad. I mean, you've got your right to get out there and advocate just as much as anybody else. If they want to play these games, these dirty political games, especially in the red states, we can win. You can win. When I played chess, one of my favorite things to do was to give up my queen, to make the person I was playing think that they had taken my queen. And as soon as they did that, I sprung the trap with my bishops and my knights and my rooks. But hey, you got my queen. Now they're coming out full-throated and full-voiced with their disdain for profit in the free market, and it's time to call them out on it. One last time, banks are not bad because some of the nicest, finest people I've met since 1999 when I started my banking career, since 1996 actually, when I started my banking career, work for banks. The overwhelming majority of American citizens are good and abiding people, and these carping childish attacks coming from the credit union leadership need to be beaten back and then used to demonstrate that it's time for some historical changes to that business model because the 20th century need that created credit unions doesn't exist anymore and the question i always ask in a historical context is if credit unions didn't exist right now would somebody create them and the answer is no all of these fintech companies that pop up, they're not using a not-for-profit, member-owned model. Banks have always existed much longer than credit unions. So I'll take my chances on history and those results. Hey, next week we'll get back to the fun stuff. I'm talking about the power of performance and putting on your best live performance each and every day, the kind of performance that leaves your audience wanting more. Until then, my name is Jason Dyes. You've been listening to The Power of Performance, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Until next week, I'll talk to you all next week. Yeah.